Good day, brothers and sisters, and welcome to Cross-Eyed Ned's Word Online. And we haven't uh, <clears throat> posted any new episodes for a while. A uh, lot's been going on, but here is our next episode right now. And uh, once again, just uh, remember, I can't, I can't remember if I've made the comments or the announcements or not, but you can subscribe to this podcast uh I think actually directly from our website. If you go to crosseyedned.com, it should be down here, your bottom right. Uh, <clears throat> there'll be a link down there on the home page and on the right underneath the home page menu, right underneath the home tab. There's a there's a link for there as well where you can go and subscribe to the podcast if you're enjoying these at all. If you're enjoying these. Uh, <clears throat> so today I'd like to just touch on what I'm calling the divine premise for biblical interpretation. Now, let me say that again. The divine premise for biblical interpretation. And it may seem like a huge thing in the sense of, wow, that just sounds huge. Well, it is. It, it, it is. It, it is everything. Uh, but in fact, it's quite simple. Uh, for one thing, I just want to mention on, on the word uh, premise real quick, just because I thought about it, <clears throat> and um, just to kind of give us an idea of, of where I'm coming from with using the term premise. This is Webster's 1828 Dictionary, and it says... Basically, it's Latin, comes from the Latin, to send before. Uh, First definition, to speak or write before. Or as introductory to the main subject, to offer previously as something to explain or aid in understanding what follows. Uh, Second definition, to send before time. And then it it says uh, not in use. Third definition, to lay down premises or first propositions on which rests the subsequent reasonings. And the fourth definition, to use or apply previously. Well, basically, it's something that goes before something else. And as stated, the the title for this sharing is the Divine Divine premise for biblical interpretation. And what I want us to look at is basically this. When we go to the scriptures, anytime we read the scriptures, we have an object in view, okay? It doesn't matter. Uh, I'll just, I'll just say, I'll just say it real quick. That object is us, brothers and sisters. Anytime we open the scriptures and read, anytime we listen to something, we're, we're, we have ourselves in view. Ourselves as in how it applies to us and how we can apply what we have either heard, seen, understood, read, studied. How it applies to us and how we can apply it. Well, that would be if that, that would be like saying we're the premise of the scriptures or 
we're the object of the scriptures and we know that that is not so. That is not true. And all of us can agree, yes, that is not true. And yet we still do stuff like that. It requires a miracle of God to go beyond ourselves. Before the scriptures were given of God, God knew the purpose for which he would give them. Even before he gave the scriptures, what we call now our, our Bibles, Bibles, our Bible, <clears throat> before God gave the scriptures, I want you, to, want you to think about this. Listen and think about this. God the Father had God the Son in view. And out from the Father, beholding the Son, the Father spoke. He spoke of that which he beheld, his Son. So, all right. So God gives the scriptures, which is what we call the Word of God, and the scriptures are nothing less than, nothing other than, God the Father testifying of his Son. In John chapter 5, verse 39 through 40, it's beautiful. This is, if even, even with our title, the divine premise uh, for biblical interpretation. This is God's reason for giving the scripture. The way we can come to be able to interpret the scripture correctly. And I'll say this, the majority of scholars, if not all scholars, will say, Biblical interpretation is dependent upon context. Context is everything. And I totally agree with that. I completely agree with that. And I will give you the context of the scriptures by Jesus himself in John chapter 5, verse 39. And, well, verse 39 and verse 40, we'll, we'll see some more. All right. John chapter 5, verse... 39. Search the, Jesus is speaking to the Jews. He says, Search the scriptures. I know you search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. There is the divine premise for biblical interpretation. The scriptures, the Bible, is the testimony of Jesus Christ. And that testimony, God just doesn't speak what he beholds just to speak. He speaks with purpose, with intent. And that testimony is designed of God to bring unto the very person of his son. Uh, verse 40 from John chapter 5. And you will not come to me that you might have life. You're looking for something in the scriptures? You think you've found it, but where you're looking doesn't declare you, it declares me. And the intent of what it declares is to come unto me. So, 
the entirety of the scriptures, the scriptures themselves, they testify of Jesus Christ. Uh, in another passage in the Psalms, Psalm 40, verses 6 through 8, Hebrews chapter 10, verses 4 through 10, basically, in the volume of the book, the whole volume, the entirety of the whole thing of the scriptures, the entirety of the Bible, they speak of Jesus. They speak of me. And Jesus, uh, I'll just read real quick. Just, I'll look at Hebrews. It's Hebrews chapter 10, uh, starting with verse 4. I don't want to misquote it. Uh, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 4. For it is impossible that the blood of bulls and goats should take away sins. Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he saith, Sacrifice and offering thou wouldst not, but a body hast thou prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin thou hast had uh, no pleasure. Then said I, Lo, I come. In the volume of the book it is written of me to do thy will, O God. Speaking of Jesus, <clears throat> just real quick, uh, the scriptures are given of God, and I will say this, they are they that testify of Jesus and nothing less, and they are designed, that testimony is designed of God to direct the heart and bring the heart unto Christ Jesus and nothing less. And all this, brothers and sisters, requires a miracle of God. You can't do it. I can't do it. Hands down. There is nothing that we can do in and of ourselves to see the intent, the object of the scriptures of, our, of, of the Bible, the Bible that we, that we have. There's nothing that we can do that will take us beyond ourselves to behold the truth, who Christ himself is. They speak of Jesus. This requires a miracle of God. We, we can't do this. Uh, and another thing that I've mentioned several times in, in different Bible classes and conferences is basically this. If the thing, T-I-T-H-I-N-G, whatever it is, if the thing is of God, it is without doubt designed of God to direct the heart and bring the heart under the person of Christ, his Son. And within that falls the scriptures given of God. Not only that, miracles, signs, wonders, Bible study, Bible reading, sermons, teachings, preachings, etc., etc., etc. If it is indeed of God, it is without doubt purposed, designed of God, to draw the full attention of the heart and place it upon Christ his Son, that the heart may come by the work of the Spirit, miracle of God, unto Christ, the person of Christ himself. We're not going to be able to look at this next one because we are, time is getting away from us, uh, but maybe for our next episode, We'll be looking at the order, the, a, a, beautiful, the, a beautiful order of the way things should go normally in our reading and studying of the scriptures. So that'll be for our next episode, Lord willing. Uh, just remember once again, the divine premise for biblical interpretation is this. Jesus himself speaking, this John chapter 5, verse 39, they are they 
that testify of me. The scriptures testify of Jesus and nothing less. And it requires a a miracle of God for the attention of our heart to be placed upon the eternal object who Christ himself is. So may we present this to the Holy Spirit. Well, we've heard to to God the Father. May we present uh, all of our Bible reading, all of our Bible study unto the Holy Spirit that God would do in our heart that which he desires to do. Amen. Amen. So we'll see you in our next uh, sharing. And once again, uh, if, if you want to subscribe to this podcast, you can do so. Bottom right-hand corner, corner at crosseyedned.com. And also, if you're finding us on YouTube, you can hit the subscribe button on YouTube as well. Uh, Lord bless. We'll see you in our next sharing. <laughs>